0: Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at Guy. And today is episode 107. And it's entitled, hey, just do the best you can and, and move forward. So often, I worry about doing the perfect job, the best job, the whatever job. And I get so in my head thinking about how to do that, that I'm not just going forward. I mean, the trick to doing almost anything is just to sitting down and doing it. And sometimes you're going to have a really, really great time and you're going to get it done exactly the way you want it. You're going to, and you're going to feel it's really good. And other times you're not. You know, it's interesting. One of the things that I actually learned from um, Michael Neal said He said some of the episodes or articles or whatever he's doing that he feels are going to be the best, that they're going to resonate the best, that they're going to help the most people, some of them don't. And some of the ones that he just kind of throws out there and says, hey, I'm just going to throw this out there and see what happens, work out really well. You know, so I'm, normally I have these episodes recorded and they're up by Sunday, but with this last week being Thanksgiving and being... And just actually not not feeling very well yesterday, um, and even a little bit on Saturday. Like I just I wanted to wake up and I wanted to instantly get this episode up this morning, and it is now almost 1.30 p.m. on Monday afternoon. So the episode should have, according to my what I like to have it up, it should have been up an hour and a half ago. And it's like, just, just do, you, do the best you can and move forward. Who cares? So every one of you, I, I'm sure in some area of your life, you're striving, you're trying to do your really best. And sometimes you just feel it's not good enough. Well, part of that really is because I think most people really do want to show up in, in their best way they can. And the other part of that is we put so much pressure and stress in our thinking about what it is we have to do in order for it to be good enough. Like you're good enough is always going to be, it's always going to be getting better. Funny enough, one of the, one of the little notes that I had on one of my, just in, in this planner that I keep says we are only going to get better, but the only way we're going to get better is by intentionally moving
1: forward. So
0: it really is. It's like, where do you find for yourself that you're just not allowing yourself to be good enough? You know, there was a talk that I happened to listen to by a, a religious leader of mine right before I... well, actually, it's probably about an hour and a half ago now, but right before I had lunch. And it was by a guy named uh, Ryan Olson. And he talked about this. This, uh, this woman, female missionary, um, missionaries for our church, they go out and they, you know, they, and they preach about the Savior and they preach about his gospel. And, and he happened to be one of the leaders over her. He said, she came to him and she said, hey, I'm just, you know, like I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling good enough. And this was one of his best missionaries. I, I, I really do, guys. I think that so often... We are so incredibly hard on ourselves. Like, you are a human instrument. Like, they talk about this in singing. You are a human instrument. Your voice is going to change. Based on the day, based on even what you ate, can change what your day is like, can change what your voice sounds like. But everybody's really trying to do their best. Just do the best you can and move forward. Plenty of times, once again, it is that it it is all that crazy leprechaun thinking. It's a mixture of the adversary, it's a mixture of our own personal thinking that just get all that just get all mixed up.
1: You don't have to be perfect to be doing a pretty amazing job.
0: You know the funny thing, it's like the better we do at something, the more pressure, the more thinking that we have around it. I mean, you see, if I, if I came in and just put all these episodes out that were very half-hearted and not very inspired, then, I don't know, I, might, I don't know
1: what would happen. But I feel almost a,
0: maybe responsibility. To just come in and share the, to the best that I can what, you know, what, what Heavenly Father would have me say. But he's not up there saying, Joseph, oh my goodness, I can't believe you said that instead of this other thing I wanted you to say. Sometimes it's just by throwing ourselves in the game that, that we get better, that we get
1: into it.
0: There's an episode I did a a little while back called "Go Easy on Yourself."
1: I mean, what, what a great message! You know, I I talk about how sometimes it's kind of here and sometimes it's not when I do these podcasts, but. That's
0: not necessarily the case. Sometimes I do get trickles. I'm just not patient enough to, to wait and see what they form. We, we want our inspiration and we want it now. But since we don't actually control when and how we get our
1: inspiration, it just comes. My only job is turning on the faucet and being patient on to listen and wait. I mean, when there's nothing really to do, you don't have to do anything. But you can do a lot with a little trickle if you're patient. And maybe it's even being more patient with ourselves. We try to push ourselves so incredibly hard all the time. And the truth is, we don't need to. Yeah, the more you actually
0: slow down, and, and maybe not even slow down necessarily in, in the way of slowing down.
1: But the more you just become aware. It's like
0: if you're feeling really stressed out, if you're having a lot of thinking in your head, just do the best you can. I mean, one of the thoughts, actually, this, this is all coming after I finally just took a nap. Because I, I was still feeling tired. You know, with our bodies, especially, if we don't listen to the message that our body's trying to give us, our body will begin to not shut down necessarily, but perform poorly. Because when you are tired, when you are exhausted, that is your body saying, hey, you need to slow down. And it doesn't always have to do with you. I mean, you might be doing everything you can in your power and you might have been somewhere where somebody else was a little bit sick. Or you might have eaten way too much food for Thanksgiving. There's, you know, around the time of the holidays, I remember something Tony Robbins said. You know, everybody gets sick, but at the same time, Everybody's eating massive quantities of sugar and getting no rest. That doesn't work, especially when especially when the temperature and everything is changing outside as well. We just got to be a bit easier on ourselves, guys. Just do the best you can. I, I truly don't believe that God is asking us to do any more than that. It's like, what, what is the next tiny step that I know how to do? Okay, let me take that. But we don't want to take tiny steps. We want to take massive steps. We want everything to be, well, to be a touchdown. I'm just going to start sharing with you some of the random thoughts I've had come through my mind. And, and, I, and I think it'll actually, actually sum up pretty good. But you know, in the game of football, um, American football, for those of you that are international listeners, in the game of football, you have four times to get ten yards, and that's roughly also about ten meters for international people listening. Now, if you don't get it by the fourth time, the other team gets the ball exactly where you where you uh, left it. But usually, what most people will do is they'll They'll take three tries. And if they didn't get it, they punt it away. And then they play a little bit of defense and then they get the ball back. And, you know, and, and, but every 10 yards that you get, you get what's called a first down. Well, some teams, and I mean, even when I, you know, I'm, I'm not so much into playing Madden anymore on Xbox, but, you know, back in the days that I would play quite a bit, when I would throw I would generally go for a lot of these really, really deep passes. Like I just I like to play home like home run offense. I mean, I guess the same analogy really applies in baseball too, and maybe in quite a few sports now that I'm thinking about it. But oh actually here's here's a cool example. Recently, um, our main quarterback has been hurt for the Arizona Cardinals, and he's more of a home run guy. Like he'll take a lot of big shots. A lot of deep shots. And sometimes that works, and many times it doesn't. Whereas when he was hurt, there was another quarterback playing named Colt McCoy. And what I loved about the way they designed the offense when Colt McCoy was playing is they would set it up so he was just completing about these three or four yard passes every time. We we didn't run the ball hardly at all. It was just these three to four yard passes. Well, just doing the math, if if you're talking about
1: three or four yard passes and you're
0: that's like and the field is hundred yards, we're talking about twenty five plays to get a touchdown. No, granted, you generally start about the 20-yard line, so we're probably talking closer to probably 15 to 20 plays. Is that as exciting as the really long touchdown passes that look really cool? No, it's not. But it's sure
1: nice to have those, those wins. Maybe we
0: do, guys. Maybe we focus too much on home run ball. And maybe what's, whatever's right in front of us is what's exactly right in front of us. I mean, what are the next tiny steps that you need to take your life forward, your business forward, your whatever forward? You know, I, I had an experience recently where I, don't know, I got quite behind in the, my, my, my Bible study in, in, our, in our church. We call it Come Follow Me, but I got quite behind because I would look and I would see these, you know, large blocks of scripture that that I had to read. And so finally I sat down and I created a list of all the ones that I needed to read. And I didn't make much progress. Because each of those blocks represented about, oh, probably at least two hours. And I don't just generally have two hours to sit down and read the scriptures. Well, what I was taught the other day was, Joseph, just you know, take a few minutes and write down every particular chapter of Scripture you need to read and just put it on a list. And I finally did that. And guess what? I started actually reading what I needed to read. When we look at stuff as these giant, giant projects, these giant things, especially when we're trying to catch up which I don't know about you guys but most of my life I feel I've been trying to catch up. I you know it's like we mess up, we try to do better, we
1: try to fix things, we try to fix things. And plenty of times we feel like we just don't measure up.
0: Me too. It's really hard for me to simply just do the best I can and move forward.
1: I mean, funny enough, when I sat down
0: yeah, you know, to do this, I wasn't sure how much was going to be there. I wasn't sure if it was even going to be worth listening to. But we, we think so long term.
1: We gotta start breaking things down. And we gotta start being easier on ourselves.
0: Everybody's doing the best they know how. This, this was a quote by Sidney Banks, the Scottish mystic. And if you've never read any of his works, I would highly recommend them. He's got The Enlightened Gardener, Second Chance. Um, quite a few. If you look him up, you'll find them. But he had this quote: "Is that everybody's doing the best they know how, given their thinking in the moment? Every one of us is. But you know what? Sometimes when our thinking is is racing, that's not the clearest in that moment.
1: You know, and we beat
0: ourselves up for all kinds of things. I mean, especially right now as the holidays are coming up, you know, Christmas, New Year's." Um, We just finished Thanksgiving and, you know, any other holidays that you might celebrate that I don't know about.
1: There's a lot going on, guys.
0: I mean, it's, it's also a time to really to really prioritize what it is that you want to accomplish. You know, as of as of this recording, you've got roughly a month left in the
1: year. And,
0: you know, sometimes we want to make up for the rest of the year of not getting the things done that we needed to. I think sometimes, like, I love having a big vision. But probably some of the, th- the times that I've been the most successful in my life or that I've seen the most success is just having those, those three and four yard passes. Okay, I'm going to make this many calls today. Or I'm going to spend this long calling people. And you're going to have distractions. You're going to have frustrations.
1: And especially if you work for yourself.
0: Now it was really cool last night. I had this experience that for whatever reason, I, I took this I took this really long nap just off and on for about three or four hours. So by the time I actually woke up, it was like nine o'clock. And I just stayed up for a couple hours. But as I went to bed, I just took time
1: and I talked with God.
0: You know, one of the phrases that came that came up for me last night was just counsel with the Lord in all thy doings. And he really does, he really wants to help you. And all we have to do is turn to him. But a lot of times we turn to him and we say, we want our answer and we want it now, instead of just talking with him and actually sharing with him.
1: You know, even when you feel like
0: you've messed up, even in that moment, you were probably just doing the best you knew how. And something else might have won. It's like right now, the World, the World Cup, which happens every, you know, four years, is on. And so my attention tends to be pretty distracted because I, I do, I enjoy it. And so when I get sucked into a game by one of my teams, oh well, you're a spiritual being having a human experience. And the more we stop making that experience wrong, the happier we're going to be. The more you let yourself live your life and and stop living in your head so much and doing the things that you
1: really want to do, But not making them wrong.
0: The happier you're going to be. You know, I think every one of us is fighting battles that that nobody knows. And that's one of the coolest thoughts that every one of you is fighting some battle that nobody's ever going to know. Nobody's ever going to realize what that's really like for you. But I want you to know something. I mean, I, I had a very beautiful experience recently that I, I knew that God knew something I was going through
1: that, like, nobody else knew. How amazing is that? You know, we're going to get directions
0: from Heavenly Father. All the time. And some of them aren't going to make any sense to us, but they're going to feel right. They're going to feel peaceful. I mean, especially as long as it's not to like, it's not going to hurt anyone else or hurt yourself. Like, you can trust those, especially when you feel peace. Like that cool wave of water washes over you.
1: Nobody ever knows what you're going through.
0: Every one of you is fighting a battle no one knows about. And it's even okay if some of those you don't want to talk about.
1: But you can take those to God.
0: You can go tell Him about your, your goals and your dreams and everything it is you want. I happened to listen to a Steve Harvey a clip last night. And he talked about how the imaginings that you have, God is placing inside you because he wants you to have those. You know, if you're picturing, if you're imagining starting a new business, that's something that God has for you in store. That all you have to do is just move forward. I, I don't know the amazing things that God has in store for you. But what I do know is how often we don't give ourselves
1: permission to think about those.
0: We don't allow that to allow ourselves to bathe in those beautiful, beautiful images. I mean, what if God really did like things that you imagined He wanted to have in store for you? No, granted, like, you know, we've probably all had experiences or dreams or things that might involve other people. Hey, they get agency in it, too. And That's okay. We just have to trust and understand that we'll,
1: we'll figure it all out for ourselves.
0: There is God is ready and willing to do incredible things in your life if you'll just allow him to do so. He wants you to be happy. You know, and, and also a clarification on this, like if somebody comes to you and it's like, hey, God told me to marry you or whatever, you don't have to listen to that. You can go to God yourself and you can, I mean, well, first of all, it's gotta be something you want, <laughs> Like, but you don't have to listen to what other people tell you. You can always go to the source. You can always go to God. And you also have agency. You also have choice.
1: But could you imagine if many of the things that you imagine, like. We're able to come true. How awesome your life would be! And, and you know, and so we have thoughts, we have impressions, we have
0: ideas, and then sometimes we get mixed up. Our our thoughts go rampant and wild and racing.
1: It happens to us all, guys. If a thought isn't leaving you feeling peace or
0: joy or happiness, then it's probably not for you. No matter how adamantly somebody tells you it is.
1: But even when other people tell
0: you stuff, just remember they're doing the best they can too. Every one of us is really just
1: You know, I think it's something Michael Neal says
0: in one of his books. And he basically says how, you know, six, six billion people today, they tried to, you know, create greater levels of happiness and they tried to decrease some of their pain. That's a pretty great way of summing it up. Every one of you is doing the best you know how in any given moment. And so was everyone around you. I mean, for years I've I've worried so much about oh, you know, being like almost too nice and like leading people on. But as long as you have the intent to just be a friend it doesn't matter. When I think about you know, I was I was pondering on something that Michael Neal said he said, don't necessarily focus on like the times that your life has changed. But focus on what you were doing at that time. Like kind of almost get curious about it. You know, one of the happiest times of my life was when I'd go back to this place called the Hill Pageant. There was such a peace. There was such a joy. There was such a happiness back there. You know, and the truth is, when I was back there, I just sought to be kind and nice and friendly to everybody, to the best that
1: I could. And it was a lot of fun. Think about the times in your life that you were
0: living your best life. Now, granted, back in this place, there's not many distractions. There's like you know, we go to these places like the Hillcumara pageant or like, you know, a summer camp or whatever it is for you. And then when we come back, like we are, we're back in the real world. And we have to decide what, it is, it, what is it that we're going to do at that time? What are we going to do in our lives? to continue and hold almost that magic. It's like even around Christmas. And this might actually be another episode later, but actually there was one I did about kind of the magic of Christmas. It's a time we're trying to focus more on other people. But even now, sometimes the holidays where we're thinking, oh my goodness, well, this holiday is going to be awful because I'm not married. whatever holiday it is. But like, you know, this Christmas is going to be awful because I'm not married. This Thanksgiving was awful because I'm not married. Like, we, we have all these thoughts that go through our head. But the truth is, those are just thoughts that get us caught up in the moment, that get us to freak out a little bit, that get us to worry. Any thought that drives you out of the present moment is just a reminder that you're not in the present moment. And it's done to seek to distract you, to frustrate you, and even truthfully, because there are certain things that we just love to have in our life. And if we don't have them, you know, we feel like we can't be happy. And nothing could be farther from the truth. You are in charge of your happiness. Would. Would it be nice to have the, the person that's the best for you in your life? Absolutely. That would be amazing. But if you don't, you can still be happy. You know, there's a scripture that says men are that they might have joy. It doesn't say that they might have joy after they're married or after they get their promotion or after they make a zillion dollars. It says that
1: they might have joy now.
0: I mean, it doesn't say that. It says that they might have joy, but I think Heavenly Father wants us to have joy in whatever given moment that we're in. Whatever station, whatever season of life that you're in. One other thought that I had is just kind of the term station came to mind the other day. Right now, you're at a certain station, and I and I kind of pictured it like all these little, you know, when I went over to England, like and you know, like took some a train out to a remote part of England. They have all these little stations along the way. Well, every one of us is at a different station in life, and the more we just acknowledge and accept that, the more we say, "This is where I'm at." Okay, what what is the steps that I need that I feel like I'm being guided to take to get to the next station? I, I do believe in that quote that says, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. I really do believe in that. But I believe we also live so much in our heads. Instead of just getting stuff done, doing the things that we want to do, what do you want to do? I mean, Think about it now, like if you're doing the best that you know how,
1: or if you want to do a little bit better,
0: and when I say better, I don't mean in general terms. I mean, you know, it would be really cool to get better at the guitar. I took that on a little while ago, and now I'm, go figure, I'm, I'm getting better at the guitar. And if you haven't seen already the It's Possible Challenge 28 that I'm doing over on Instagram and and, uh, Facebook, it's pretty cool. I put up daily videos that show progress of what I've been able to accomplish the day before or a couple of days before. Like, there is something about getting into the act of creation and creating the life that you really want and then going and doing it. You know I, I think about with the World Cup I, I talked to some 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 friends like and he said that him and his brother were going to the World Cup and I was like oh no way and they're like yeah we we've, we've saved up for a long time and it turned out like the it turns out the tickets on that alone for the USA England game was like $1200 a piece and Hotel rooms in in uh, the area they're playing were seven grand a night. Now, so much so that they actually flew in and out for each game and stayed in a and stayed in a cheaper location. But you can figure out how to do anything you want to. You just got to take off that e break that says, "Oh, I can't do this because I'm not married." Who says? Go do it. Go have fun. Go enjoy your life. Go find other people to serve. Go find other people to be with. Go do the best you can.
1: Do the best you can. And then keep going forward. But go forward the best you can with a
0: quiet mind. Without so much thinking about it. Just take take those three and four yard passes. And every now and then you're going to plan for a three or four yard pass. And you're going to have somebody open for a 20-yard pass. And then you take that. But the more days that you show up in building the life that you want to build, the happier you will become. And also expand your vision. I mean, if you've had these really cool visions of things that you want to create in your life, that you want to create in your world, go figure out ways to create them. And even if you don't create the exact things that you're thinking of, you will be amazed at what else you're able to create as well. I, I find it really interesting that here, here I came in with, quote-unquote, not much to say, and uh, now, we're at, now we're at nearly uh, 35 minutes. <laughs> Isn't it funny how we're so hard on ourselves? Isn't it funny how when we slow down, the answers do come through? We're working on God's timing, not ours. So just do the best you can and move forward. I I want each of you to think about something that you've really been putting a lot of pressure on yourself around. And then I just want to
1: invite you to just figure out some three to four yard
0: passes that you can take and see what happens. I also want to throw out something else that actually helped me years ago when I first finished the first draft of my book. I did this thing where I bought a game that I really, really, really wanted to have. At first, the, the idea was I was going to be able to play it once I'd finished the book, but that wasn't working. Because it wasn't helping. And so I switched it. And I said, okay, well, for every hour that I play, I'll give myself roughly a third of that time. Or I'm sorry, for roughly every hour I write, I'll give myself roughly a third of that time to be able to play this game. So for every hour of writing, I'd give myself 20 minutes. And then I added something else that was super helpful. I said, Okay, well, for every consecutive day, not including Sundays, for every consecutive day that I write, I'll give myself a bonus 21 minutes. So now it's like, okay, well, I've got to at least write 21 minutes in order to get that free 21 minutes because it'd be silly not to get that. I I kid you not, guys, that helped me a ton. And recently I was actually inspired to go back to that. And it's funny because I bought one game... And I was using it for that. And it really wasn't working. And so for Black Friday, I bought, I bought a few more different games. Because sometimes we do. We have to get ourselves excited. We have to get ourselves wanting to... I we have to reward ourselves sometimes to get done what we want to. I mean, we use this with little kids all the time. If that's what you've got to do to get yourself excited about something, do it. I mean, you know, this, this works in business, this works in sales, this works in writing, this works in everything. You know, the other part about that too, though, is when you can only play a game so much, there's actually an exciting element of that. Like back when I, the game that I used this for originally was the Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two, the remastered versions that came out. And oh my goodness, I was so excited to get that time. It was so fun. And then once I finished the first draft of my book and the rules changed and I could play it as long as I wanted, it actually got boring pretty fast. Because, you know, like once, once you get really good at it, it's not that hard. So I don't know what it is for you. I, I hope some of this has been super helpful and, and especially to the people. I know there's people that almost the second this is released that you guys listen Cause I, I get messages sometimes it's like, Hey, where's the episode? And normally it comes out like just after one, 1am 1 in the morning, um, on Arizona time on Sunday morning. Um, just cause I know there's a lot of people that have a lot of time that day to listen. And so if if it's ever not there, I, uh, I, I do. So for those people that have been extra patient for this episode, I, I, I do thank you for your patience the the part about you know doing these when they're inspired and stuff is you just have to kind of be I, I have to even be in a place to be able to do them so anyway guys now now I'm just starting to ramble but thank you guys so much for listening and I hope this has been helpful for you and uh, feel free like once I once I post this on social media to share with me what you guys have learned from it. And once again, go out and do whatever it is that you've been inspired to do from listening to this. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, One of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then, that schedule changes, so you can go to the website Happy n single.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and and just kind of the stuff going on in your world. Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one on one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world, I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it
1: actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and
0: live your adventure. Thank you.